What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 4, Episode 6, and it's called Chapter 34, The Return. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, guys, to on for the ending of the podcast because we're going to go through our best moments, our best lines, our MVPs, our LVPs of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Let's y'all. get into it. But right quick, let me just admit right now that uh-huh. I did not realize that Wardwell legitimately killed her son. So, <laughs> and I get to like the end, almost the end of the episode watching it. And I'm texting JLag and I'm like, oh, like she's putting on this like ruse. Like it's pretty good. Like, did she really kill her kid? And <laughs> JLag's like, dude, she killed her fucking kid. Like, where yeah. were you? Like her last, like last episode. <laughs> I'm like, legit. I thought she like put on a ruse to like trick him. Yeah. To think Adam was dead. Right. Um, and now it all makes sense. Like she actually did murder Adam. Like that's so yeah. sad and so that's messed so up. up. So fucked up. So but yeah, it's, it, and it's funny that you say that because I did, I mean, for one, like your comments at the end of last podcast, you were like, is she like laughing? Cause she beat him, but yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> she killed him. You're so like, no, sad. she's crying. She lost her baby. <laughs> but like, we didn't, like you didn't say that. Yeah. And I didn't say that. Like we both didn't imply it. So we're like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, even in this That's episode funny. when like Hilda comes up to her and she's like, are you okay? Like, how's baby Adam? Like, he's been so quiet. And she's like, yeah, 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 like he's fine. I'm like, damn, she's keeping up this like charade. Like <laughs> he's charade he's somewhere, surreal. like he's hiding somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> no, so. he's dead. He's been done, been done, been murdered from time. You guys can uh, make fun of me all you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to your defense, honestly, it wasn't very clear because they didn't show the body. Obviously, because it's a dead baby. I mean, so. it, they didn't show the body, and also because it's so hard to like play a prank or like play some right. sort of trickery against him, Lucifer. So I was just like, and I legit guys did not think she would have killed her own kid. Like I just thought that was right. out of the books. Like she would not have done that. And the fact right. that she did do it, I was actually like, holy shoot! Like. She, she was just trying to son. play the revenge, the revenge card on yeah. him right? because like he killed Adam and then she killed the baby in the same way. True. So yeah, yeah. Even though even though it was hers as well, she was just like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways, let's get into shit. the actual episode. Let's get into the actual episode. So this starts off with Sabrina um, looking in uh, the mirror in her room. She's just like depressed and sad about it. Because um, she's worried about hell, Sabrina. She's worried about Sabrina Morningstar. And she's just hoping that everything's okay with her. Um, I guess Nikki Nick is having like sleepovers with her now. Because, you know, he's over there now. And he's checking in. And he's like, what's he's going on? He's in her and bed. She's, yeah. She's, and she's just sad. She's just like, what is she feeling? Like, how is yeah. she doing? Is she alive? Like, I, I just worry about her. And, um, yeah. So, so she's kind of just like feeling disconnected. And it, um, I was very much impressed with, like, how Nick, like, dealt with this. Because I was just like, oh, is he going to be, like, a typical guy and be like, come back to bed. Like, let's fuck. Come back to bed, But, like, girl. he was totally, yeah. like, no, he was like, don't worry. Like, you have to, like, move on and just, like, trust that, like, the universe has a plan. I was like, that is so freaking cute. Yeah. I really, like, he was really cute in that moment. And really hot in that moment, too. Yeah. Because, you know, just he was in his undie-weight. his undie <laughs> <laughs> uh, So then it cuts to the Academy 
And Ambrose tells Sabrina that the cosmos is still coming, but don't tell anybody that the plan did not work. So this is what I didn't understand, because last episode he was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Right. And then now he's like, oh, they're still coming, but like they yeah. slowed down. They're like going 10 miles an hour now. Okay. <laughs> so like, how like did it go from like the world's about to blow up, like he yeah. fell over from the telescope to like now he's like, no, oh, no, we're good. We're chill. Like it's slowed down. Yeah. I, I really don't know what the urgency is, and maybe they'll explain it in the next couple episodes. All they have to, because it's two more episodes left. <laughs> yeah. but, um, they don't really explain why why he's like, don't know, don't worry about it right now. But I don't know. It, it was very like it was a very random thing to say that it didn't really quite work. But things are still a problem. But don't tell everybody. So anyway, cuts to um, Lilith as MB mentioned. Um, in her room with a fake ass baby, like nursing it in the uh, by the fireplace, and uh, this is when Hilda comes in to check in on her, and the baby's all covered up, so you don't really know that it's there. I was actually worried that Hilda was gonna be like, "Can I see the baby yeah. really quickly?" And obviously, Lilith is like, "Yep, yep, he's been real quiet since uh, the Dark Lord's been around." Um, but realistically, what she could have done and just said is like, oh, yeah, like Lucifer like done took the baby. So I don't have the baby anymore. Yeah. Like, but then I guess like it would have sparked it. like a whole like other thing. Another lie. And yeah. Lies. Or like so, they would have like went to Lucifer and been like, where's the baby? Like bring the where's baby the back. Where's the baby? Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. Then it would have been like re- rescue the child while the world is ending. Um, so then it also cuts to Prudence and Agatha and um, – she does mention something about the time. It's, it's. I think it's a bit of a time skip because it's also winter this episode. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, but like I didn't notice like, that. It's like snow is on the on. So outside. since last episode, there's supposed to be like, like time, time in between. Oh. Yeah. So from what I gauge from this, because Prudence is like, oh months. You know, she's like, you're still, you're still not well after all this time. After months pass, like you're still not okay to Agatha because mm-hmm. Agatha is like still crazy. She's yeah. eating her porridge, but like she like doesn't have her mind a hundred percent. So um, we're supposed to, I guess, assume that there is some time that passed. So that, I mean, in a sense, that's good because I always feel like with these shows and especially with Sabrina, like everything happens in like one episode or like one month. And like the Eldritch Terrors are coming like every five seconds, but it seems that they gave a gap. Yeah, of time. and and that would make more sense as to what Ambrose was saying. How like they right. stop, they slowed down. Okay, like yeah. that makes sense. So over a that period of weeks, of... they've slowed down. Okay, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not like overnight. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the context. Didn't have yeah. to you, like deal with all that. Yeah. Um. So then it cuts to the Baxter High, and I wanted to. I was so excited to talk to you about this part of the episode because the Stone Philosophers come in uh, while the fright club is playing yeah um they're they're a band and uh the stone philosophers are some familiar faces but one of them okay. being somebody that envy has a crush on okay uh, <laughs> so he's okay so brett that was his brett. name brett yeah but brett, he had Donna, a different name and he had a different name in this episode. Yeah, so he, they're they're just different characters. I think that trio is just playing different characters. Oh, so he's but, actually not Brett. No, he's not actually Brett. But oh, it's funny weird. that they did that with the three of them because they're called the Stone Philosophers, which makes me think that they're still from Stonewall. Like, but that's what I mean. Like, I didn't understand that. It's like they're from Stonewall. Prep, fine, but like, why aren't they the characters that they were in Riverdale? Yeah, it's just another reason why I don't understand if this is the same universe. Why aren't we just calling him from his name that we saw in Riverdale? 
Right. I mean, like, because I, I guess his character probably still has like a purpose in Riverdale, so he's not actually supposed to be leaving the show. But then they why use the same actor? Like, do, like choose guess, a different actor. You know they what want I mean? Those like Easter eggs. They love them Easter eggs. You know. I know, but it, it's an Easter egg that doesn't make sense because technically <laughs> yeah. he should be Brett. Like, and it would have. I actually wouldn't have minded. I would have been like, oh, like they just wanted to come here to like do the battle of the bands. Like that would have made right. more sense. Like, but then they get murdered later. So true. <laughs> just... But that so that's what I mean. It's like why even use the same actors? Like I don't. I truly didn't understand it. That's fair. Yeah. I thought when I saw him, I'm like, oh my god, it's Brett. And then they called him something else, and I was like, oh wait, what? I was really. It's confused. not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it wasn't him, but it is Brett, Donna, and Joan from Riverdale, the the three Stonies. It was like they um, were on set, probably like they were there in Vancouver, yeah. and like they had no one else, and they were like, totally. "Come, just like do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come down next next door and do the Sabrina yeah. set too. Um, I will say that Brett in this world is totally hot. Oh, <laughs> like, he's like hotter. <laughs> oh yeah, way hotter. Like I don't like him at all in Riverdale, but in this, I was like, ooh. Yeah. You cute. Um, See, I wasn't crazy. <laughs> yeah, you weren't crazy. He I'll give potential. it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> had potential. You just need to wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're arguing and um, he says something along the lines of like, I'm going to settle this score because like they booked the room and the other one didn't book the room. So it's like a, it was a weird beginning to a feud, but sure. Um, then it cuts to the library and they're continuing the story telling, explaining it to Nick, Nick and Sabrina and Nick and Sabrina are just like looking at each other being like, the world is ending. I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> like, yeah. it was kind of funny seeing them on the other side of the couch because I was like, they obviously don't care about this high school drama. Um, so they're talking about being challenged to a battle of the bands with the stone philosophers. And then this librarian who we've never seen ever, never, like, ever. She never like, existed. N- yeah. Um, and she just like swoops into the side of the frame and she's like, oh, I hear you guys are talking about Battle of the Bands. Uh, I have this poster that I pulled up like just the other day and it's an old poster and it says Satanic Panic versus the Fredheads. So another Easter egg that shows that Riverdale and um, Greendale have like a pass with each other. Right. Because the Fredheads are obviously was Fred's band. Fred Andrews and yeah, yeah. so and so. So that was kind of cool. That was kind of, yeah, that was cool. Um, and then the poster does come back later on. So then it cuts to home and she updates the aunties on what's going on in school that the Fred heads are, or not the Fred heads, the, uh, the Fright Club is going to be in the Battle of the Bands. She mentions that she's not a part of it uh, with Nick because like that's their thing and she's like got her own thing going. So I should have known from that point in time that she was going to like do her start her own band. But mm-hmm. we saw it. That's for sure. Um, so while they're talking in the living room, they get they hear this like rustling, scratching at the door. And when they answer it, it is Zelda's dog who has been dead yeah uh, vinegar tom yeah um so she's excited she's like oh my god my dog is back this is so exciting but marie is like freaking out again like, like it was oh, it was zelda being dumb as fuck like you right. literally like almost died because the universe like exploded and now your dead dog is back and you're like oh my god this is amazing oh my god, my dog. and That's she amazing. doesn't say like why this is weird right. hey like is this off? No. Like, she was totally normal. She was, she like, loving like, her dog. I don't care. He's yeah. Home. And then Mamba Marie was like, wait a minute. Something is off. Like, yeah. this doesn't make sense. Right. So, 
She's worried. So she's worried. And basically she realizes that the resurrected dead are now coming to Greendale. They're come, they're, you know, coming back to life, which is another Eldritch terror. So we're to assume that this has to do with the Eldritch terrors. The dead are coming back to life. And now so she at this point, to, like is Blackwood triggering this or is it just happening now on its own? It's just happening on its own. I don't oh. think he ever triggered it. I think he just knew that it was coming because he's oh. the one that kind of started it. But I don't think that he knows He's not calling them forward or anything. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but but it, that's a good question because I'm just like, what incited this? Is this just well, because maybe like, he did the, the first cosmoses one? are slowly coming together? Yeah, or? maybe he did the first one and that kind of was like a domino effect for the other ones. Right, yeah, I that makes know. sense. So um, she continues to say that people are going to be coming back from the dead and we'd have to like quote unquote defeat them in a way or like best them. But she also warns that when you see a dead person, they need to be, they need to feel welcome. They need to be told, they can't be told that they've been dead because then they'll go crazy and then mm-hmm. like havoc will ensue. So, um, so everybody's like, okay, cool. I won't tell anybody that they're dead, which almost all of them do. So, yeah, uh, that's another thing that happens later. Um, but she says that she needs to go after what she calls the avatar of the dead. To defeat him, um, which we later learn is Lazarus from the Bible, um, mm-hmm. the guy that uh, Jesus brings back to life. So um, she goes into the graveyard and she calls him forward and uh, she's like, hello, old friend. So obviously they have some history. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure like what the history is, but she um, – decides to play a game called Sinet to see who wins. And then whoever wins basically gets to decide. We learn this a little bit later, which we'll yeah. talk about. Um, then it cuts to Harvey and he's playing the guitar. Um, and while he's playing, the power kind of goes out. He switches his amp and then he finds a hidden guitar, like at the bottom of a bunch of boxes and he opens it up and he starts playing with it. And like, as soon as he like plays one string, like, like air starts flying everywhere. He has like a Beyonce fan on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like so excited because it's like, oh my God, this is brand new guitar. So lit. Um, and as he's like practicing a few riffs, it cuts to a scene of the gates of hell opening mm-hmm. and a trio from a rocker band come out of it. And they, on their shirts, it says satanic panic. So we know that they are the the band, the evil band. Um, but while he's playing, so it cuts back to Harvey and he's playing, his dad kind of interrupts him and he kind of loses it on him. He's like, what the hell are you doing? Where did you find this guitar? Um, and he tells him like, go do better things with your life. Like, this is not something that you should be doing anyway. Yeah. Um, so he kind of loses it on him, which we learn later why that is. Um, then it cuts to Baxter High and the Stonies are practicing, and um, satanic panic come in while they're playing. Um, they kind of antagonize each other. Um, Sony's like, what are you going to do? Kill us? And satanic panic is like, yeah, we are. And then basically they just kill them. So they they literally murder them. Yeah, they were the like, Stonies over were there our like dead seconds. bodies. And the guy's like, hold yeah. on, just wait for it. I'm cut you up right now. I'm going to beat you It was over really the, violent. Like It got really oh, yeah. pretty gruesome. It was bloody, bloody, bloody. Yeah. So it even shows like the Brett character like trying to crawl out and he gets like pulled back and it was pretty gruesome. But yeah, they literally lasted five seconds and that, yeah. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it cuts to Marie 
and Lazarus and they're playing this game by rolling dice and trying to get these like pieces to the end of the board. Um, and the deal is if he wins and he gets all of his pieces off the board, then all of the dead people are going to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. And if she wins, they all go back to sleep. So this is like go to peace. truly her moment to shine. Like this is the moment yes. where like Mamba this Marie like has moment. to like, you know, just come up and like do something and win right. and help the coven. This is her moment. So I'm like, rooting for her at yeah. this point. I'm rooting for her. Same. I'm like, this is your moment. This is why you're here. This is why the show hired you. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. Um, so we're all excited. And like sure. the guy has like one eye. So like he can't even see the board yeah. properly. Like you He's should like be winning blind. right now. He's got like so two like... coins on his eyeballs. Like he can't <laughs> see shit. So <laughs> you could literally cheat if you wanted to. Um, so then it cuts to the Academy and Sabrina goes to see Zelda in her office. But instead of her, her just her, she sees her zaddy. Just daddy. Oh. Just daddy. Not zaddy. Um, but, and she kind of freaks out cause she's like, oh my God, my dad is here. He's alive. And, uh, Zelda tells her, like, she kind of pulls her away and she's like, um, you can't tell him anything about you. You can't tell him that you're his daughter because like he doesn't know anything. He doesn't it's remember like anything. when people are in like, um, night, like when they're night, what is it? Night walking? Night walking. Yeah. Basically like you're she's waking like, them you up from a You can't do dream. that. Yeah. Just like go yeah. with it. Just go with it. Let him like be peaceful and quiet and like don't ask him any questions. Just like have him there and like let him do sleepwalking. His, like, his, his fake work. <laughs> We're like wake walking. Sleepwalking. <laughs> Night walking. Night terrors. <laughs> so uh yeah, she basically says, like, don't like the only rule is don't tell him that your daughter, like she he's your daughter. You're his daughter. <laughs> and um <laughs> Also, don't tell him that he's dead because he's going to, like, lose his mind. You know, um, it comes down to these moments where I truly forget that she had a dad, like a normal human right. dad. And I wish they would have just explored that. Like, I wish that came through more in the show. I mean, they, they, really, with- they really did, though. You know, I like, know, they do explain the fact that, you know, he really wasn't the father. Like, so everything that kind of gets exposed I just love his character. I, I, I know. Yeah. I love and his character. I wish he was there more. I wish her she was there more, like the mom. But yeah. like, I know we're not gonna probably we're not gonna get that. But no, I mean, we did get that moment. Uh, I think a couple of seasons ago during the Christmas episode, where we do get to see the the mom, and she does have a moment where she like has a moment with her mom, but she doesn't really have a moment with her dad. So I do agree with you that she doesn't really have that bond with her dad. Um, but it is really interesting the way this whole season, no, this whole episode ends. Um, with her concluding her feelings toward her real father. So Serena does mention that he does seem a little off. She's like, does he seem a little weird to you? Like, he's very, like, standoffish. He's not saying hi to me properly. Like, I'm his daughter. Like, what the hell? Um, And Zelda basically says, like, no, he's always been kind of, like, enraptured in his work. But also she's very, like, excited just to see her brother. So, like, we don't even know for sure if she's just, like, giving him excuses or not. Um... And then meanwhile, we're, uh, there's a scene with Lilith, and she's still in the room held up. She's all depressed because she killed her damn baby. And she starts to hear the cries of her baby Adam mm-hmm. um, kind of, like, echoing through her brain. And she's like, oh, my God, is that you, Adam? Like, where are you? Like, she's, like, looking everywhere, but obviously she killed him, so he doesn't exist. Um, and then so she starts to go crazy a little bit. Then there's another scene that we got. One of my favorite beginnings of 
one of my favorite arcs of this episode yeah, is sure. um, Agatha is playing with these dolls on the floor. And then sure enough, Dorcas is back from Dorcas the Porcus. D.A.D. Dorcas Porcus is back. Loved How it. did you feel about this? I loved it. I was truly excited to see who else was going to come um, yeah. back. But I think this one, if they, had, if they hadn't done this scene in the episode, we yeah. would have missed so much 100 and this was for me the highlight of the entire episode what happens 100%. in that room with the three sisters and yeah we'll yeah talk just about seeing her after. come back and obviously like she's confused and you know it's just yeah it was it was great yeah, it was cool seeing her back on set and see cool seeing her like come back it's one of those moments where uh res always says it because it happens so often in his in his stuff and and he these questions always get popped up and he's always like you'll see what we have cooking up for this next next season and finally this is the first time that it feels like they actually delivered properly on it um with her uh returning and actually having her final storyline um, because one of the biggest gripes that I had with her character is she didn't, you, we don't even get to see her get killed on yeah, screen. Yeah. Like, I remember, and, and yeah, that's, you were upset. and that's that whole, and, and that's whole, your whole thing about the fact that like, if they don't get killed on screen, like, are they actually yeah, dead? Yeah. You know? So, um, at least we get to see her come back and she has her moment. So cutting back to Dr. Services, um, What's her name? Hilda I comes knew, in. I knew before we even cut, like before they cut to him, I'm like, it's gonna be yeah. his mom. Like I knew it's it. his mom. Yeah, because they just got his married. Like she's gonna yeah. have to meet her mother in law. Like it was a very like it just right. kind of all made sense as to like who she was gonna. It was gonna be her, but it was funny. Yeah. Like he like the, his storyline was like the funniest one of the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. So because it's very like relatable. Yeah, <laughs> like you can be like, no, I get that. <laughs> like <laughs> they always portray those like crazy in-laws versus yeah. like the actual wives so it was really funny to see it so um so she shows up he, she warns him but he's like yeah i know this isn't it crazy like my mom just showed up an hour ago so he brings her over and introduces um hilda to the mom and this exchange just like killed me dead because yeah. like this bitch is like being so high Such key a rude bitch. yeah she's just like it's Mrs. So-and-so to you. Like, she doesn't even let her call her mom. Like, she just, like, she's just shading her the entire time. I was like, wow, this woman is She's like, evil. remember your other ex-girlfriends, Emily yeah. and Hannah and, like, the other girl? <laughs> she, like, names them like, all. Like, everyone. Yeah. And service is like, yeah. Yo, yo, like, chill, chill, chill. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she talks about that a little bit later. But anyway, so in this particular, like, intro scene, she just, like, barely, like, acknowledges, acknowledges her yeah. ex- existence. Um, then it cuts to Baxter High and they find out that the stone philosophers dropped out. Um, but now satanic panic is now on the, like the list of sign up people. And so while they're reading it, the satanic panic walk down the hallways, they bump into, um, Harvey and Roz and Theo and, they're like, oh, so you guys must be the Fright Club, eh? What's your name? And Harvey's just like, my name's Harvey Kinkle. And Satanic Panic basically says, like, say hi to your dad for me. Yeah. And then they, like, walk away. So obviously he's like, oh, shit, I got to talk to my dad now. Um. So then it cuts to Harvey's house. And he asks about Satanic Panic. He's like, so what? what's the deal? They said that they know you. So, like, tell me the whole story. 
Um, so what ha- happened was <laughs> um, way back when he was a high school student, which it was cute because they use like Harvey, like dresses like in like the 1980s rocker, but it's yeah, like actually it his him, dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he was originally a part of the band because they let him, he let them use the, the garage to practice. And one day while he's practicing, Lucifer comes by. Um, so it's like the OG Lucifer, but he's like wearing 1980s clothes. It was kind of cute. And he's like, um, I'll make you guys amazing if you kill a virgin. Um, and at that point in time, when he told the rest of the band, they were like, I'm totally down. Let's do it. Um like he ended up saying like no this is like fucked up like i'm not killing anybody to be a part of this band so he decides to leave um then the next day uh turned out the homecoming queen uh was found dead and um he ends up like feeling so much guilt about it that he's like i don't know if they did it but like he tells the dad that um it could be satanic panic who killed yeah. her um and then the dad in obvious like dad rage uh decides to burn the entire um band in a woodshed Mm -hmm. um he burned them alive so that was like the darkest shit it was so dark and like in a weird way it was like really interesting to get like this whole backstory on harvey's dad but like to look at Harvey and be like, damn, this kid had no idea that any of this happened. Like he couldn't, he couldn't even been like, oh yeah, dad, I remember that that girl went missing during your high school time. Right. Like even something like that could have been more like realistic. But like he had no yeah. idea that any no of clue. this happened to his dad. Right, but and and to your point, it it does kind of go back to the idea that like you know if you don't remember. Uh, in the earlier seasons, like his dad was like a heavy alcoholic. He was really True. abusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like now you kind of understand where his damage comes from because he obviously feels like so much guilt over these guys getting killed because he doesn't he didn't even know for sure. Right. Like he was just like on a hunch that they were responsible for killing the daughter. But then yeah. also they got they all got killed. So I'm sure that he was carrying that like heaviness his entire life. So. Um, it's kind of just interesting that they kind of wrapped in his trauma, like in this episode. So you're like, oh, that's why he was sad and depressed. Um, then it cuts to doctor services. And again, this is the scene that you were talking about where the mom is like fully shading Hilda, talking about all the ex-girlfriends that he done had in the past. And, um, she does say something very weird to that. Hilda is the only one who seems to notice. She's like, they were never good enough for my Kenny. So I had to kill them all. And I was like, you killed all of his ex-girlfriends. Like, Like, is that for real? Or is that like the Eldritch terror talking? Like, I wasn't really sure in certain moments, like if it was the person talking or if it was actually her speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Hilda picks up on that and she's kind of weirded out about it. They dip. They're like, okay, good night. Um, then it cuts back to Mambo Marie and Lazarus, and they're playing. And, um, you know, Mambo Marie says, like, why do you even bring people back to life? And essentially, he says, like, I sow the seeds of pain and suffering. Like, that's my duty. That's what I do. That's my life. Um, and she rolls, and she's almost at the end of the, the board, but she doesn't roll a high enough number. And it's like just barely not enough to win the game. So now it's his role, but it doesn't show that just yet. So then it cuts to the Academy office and uh, 
Sabrina, who literally has been told twice already not to talk to anybody from the dead and tell them that they're dead. And also from like Zelda to explicitly not say anything about the fact that like that's his daughter. Um, she does both of those things. <laughs> so she ends up saying not only is that her his daughter, but also that he's dead. And um, this is when he starts to spiral. He like loses yeah. his mind. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, who are you? I don't even have a daughter. The daughter that I did have, like I didn't even want you. Mm. Your father was a goat. Like he like goes <laughs> in so hard. Like he's just like, you're like, he's like, that was so disgusting. Like your, your mom went and wanted a baby so badly that she made the deal with the devil. And like, it's a barnyard. So he basically so spilled disgusting. the tea. Like he told the truth. Yeah, yeah. He he said everything, but like he basically <laughs> like he said real. it right to her face. It was yeah. so rude. Yeah. I was like, that's so mean. Um, and then again, it's it's going back to what I was saying about uh Dr. Cerberus's dad is like, is this him actually telling the truth and that's his actual like feeling, or is he is his spirit like now like unsettled? So now he's getting frustrated about it. What did you think about that scene? Did you think that I he mean, was like possessed? No, yeah, or? and I definitely, I definitely thought about what you're saying because I was like, like, what? How much of this is the truth? How much is of this is like the terror kind of coming through in the darkness? Uh, yeah. By the end, I honestly, I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what to think. I don't know. I, I didn't know what to think because everything that yeah. he said, what Edward said, was all true, true and real, and like there was no fabrication yeah. to what he was saying. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like maybe Cerberus's mom fucking did kill people. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, while he's like going off on Sabrina, he tries to attack her with a knife. Um, and right in that, that's when I was like, okay, like this is some dark shit. Like this is the Eldritch terror. Yeah. Cause he would never do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Uh, I mean, we, we, we see it and we don't really know for sure if that's how he felt. Like, I don't know if he'd actually want to kill his daughter. Like, No, I don't think so. Um, so Zelda stops him and uh, it was a really sad moment. She like tells her to run away. Then it cuts to Dorcas and she's braiding Agatha's hair and she starts to remember what kind of happened to her because um, Agatha's singing a song. Yeah. And she's like... Did you stab me? Like, did you kill me? Like, why are you singing this song? Like, what yeah, happened? Yeah, why are you singing this song? Like, it sounds, I, I I kind of remember, like, you killing me, like, stabbing me, like, multiple times. And Agatha, because she doesn't quite remember, or she maybe she blocked it out of her mind, um, she was like, I don't really remember. Like, I thought we were just playing. Um, but uh, Dorcas is like, no, I think you, like, did it for real. So I think this was the moment that I and it really like it really broke me down. I was getting emotional already from this because I think in that moment I realized that Agatha went crazy because of all of this. She realized that and she, she can't she couldn't sister. deal with killing her sister. Like there was right. no other thing that made her go crazy other than what she had done to her own sister. And then, I mean, there was there was something that did. Ha- like, she was under a spell. Uh, yeah, but I know. When but she like, did it, but. I yeah, knew I think that this, like, like deep continued down, it. yeah, like deep down, that's what she was like thinking about, Hiding, and yeah. and ultimately that like she's gonna have to de- like forgive her or deal with her for this girl to come back to normal, for Agatha to come back like to being normal. Something that right. has to be some sort of transaction within this episode, and so I was excited for that already from that moment to like, yeah. are we gonna get some sort of conclusion to this? And yeah, right. yeah, it was be- and it was so beautifully yeah. wrapped up, but. 
um, right before. So while she's singing another song, she's singing like Three Blind Mice, Dorcas decides that she's going to go violent on her too. She goes to the side, she grabs a pair of scissors, and she's literally about to stab Agatha. But Prudence stops her, uh, like right in the nick of time, and um, she's like, "Hey, girl, you like you want to hang out?" And Dorcas is like, "Yeah, let's play." So Prudence gets to stay with her. They do their like little best friend kiss on their fingers, and I was just like so happy to see all yeah, three of them together too. again. And it was I think such just a like moment. the three actresses, they they're just so talented, and they have such an, an yeah. amazing chemistry with with each other. Um, for sure that you just I just want to keep watching them to be honest like I didn't totally. want it to cut away from their scene so I know I'm curious to see like if our listeners had the same vibe watching them because sure. I was definitely like enamored by that whole like situation this episode yeah they it just goes to show like how good of a dynamic yeah. duo, like yeah. trio they were together yeah. um anyway so then it cuts to service's house again Hilda uh sees the mom but she's kind of like um, she's just like frozen on the couch and then she goes up to her and she there's like flies on her face that she's not really like swatting away and then as soon as she like calls out to her um, the mom like grabs Hilda and she's like I'm not your mother like you're a witch like she starts to get really aggressive and then Hilda kind of has to like go off and be like well at least I'm not dead and she's like whoopsies <laughs> and then that's when the mom goes like crazy crazy she grabs a knife like all of these ghosts just like have knives in their pockets yeah i was wondering i'm like like, where are they they getting these knives knives from from? yeah (laughs) so she grabs this knife and she's trying to stab hilda this is when cerberus comes down right at the same moment he was like mom hilda mom (laughs) hilda like he was like freaking out because he didn't know what the fuck to do and um then he decides to like keep her in the closet so like he puts her in the closet and like that's that's all they can do at this point in time. Um, then it cuts to uh, Zelda uh, at the Academy with Sabrina. And Sabrina's just, like, sad because uh, her dad, like, basically rejected her. Like, even her ghost dad rejected yeah. her. And um, she's, like, I, like, she basically says, like, yeah, my dad says I don't, like, I never wanted you. I don't even like you. Um and Zelda's like, no, no, no. Like, she's trying to console her and be like, no, no, no. That's not how he felt. That's not how he feels. But uh, Sabrina basically says, like, no, it, it is true what he's saying. Like, he isn't really my father. And he never really got to know me as, like, a 16-year-old kid. Like, she, he only knew me as a two, two-month-old child. So, like, he never got any time with me. So I get, I get his perspective, too. So it was kind of sad to see her kind of come to terms with the feelings that he had for her. But at the same time, realizing that, you know, it's, it's just an unfortunate situation, right? Like the dad is just not who he's supposed to be and it's not who he expected to be. And it's, and it, and it sucks because I think that's one of those things it happens. I feel with like adopted parent, like adopted kids. And, you know, you have this like idea of like what your parent is supposed to be. And then when you finally meet them, it's not exactly how it turned out. And that seems to be like the closest thing that we can relate Sabrina's life to, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, she finally gets to meet her dad or her quote unquote dad. And like, he's like, he totally rejects her, which I think is a great way to tell that story because it can't always just be like, Oh, everybody's in love and happy. And like, thank you for being here. Like, you know, he like, it doesn't for her, for her dad, 
to reject her, it makes sense. For her mom to reject her doesn't make sense, which mm-hmm. we didn't get that. We got that, like, she embraced her daughter. She wanted her so badly that she fucked the fucking devil to have her. So, you know, you know that the mom wanted her. But, like, with the dad, you never really understood, like, his conflict all- over it. And and now we kind of see it play out finally. And it was a, yeah, I thought it was a really sad moment. Yeah. Um. So then it cuts to the Academy uh, again with Lilith. And this is when she calls forth Caliban to help her because she feels like she's being haunted by the baby. Um, so he's like, I'll, I'll help you kill yourself. Cause like, she's like, I will kill myself, but I can't kill myself because I'm immortal now or I, I can't mm-hmm. be killed. But if you get this one spear that's in hell, um, uh, for me, it's the one that killed, um, mm-hmm. the one that stabbed Jesus then I will be able to die. So he's like, don't worry, I'll go find it for you and I'll give it to you so you can kill yourself. And she's like, thanks so much. So then it cuts to Baxter High and um, they, uh, it turns out that they find the dead bodies that were discovered in the back um, of the school of the Stonies and um, the Battle of the Bands are now canceled because uh they were dead. just murdered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were literally just murdered. School should be like but shut down realistically. I know. I was like, <laughs> like between Greendale and Riverdale, like they never shut the school down for yeah. I don't understand. Um, But then this is when, so they're like, okay, sweet. We like, we don't have to like battle anybody, but then satanic, satanic panic, like appear in flames. And they're like, um, you know, we have Harvey's dad. If you don't do this battle with us, like he's going to die. Um, we're going to play at the gates of hell and you have to win him back basically. So now Harvey's like, Oh fuck. So they run, rush over to Harvey, Harvey's place. And of course the dad's not there and there's just the guitar. And, um, this is when they're like, Oh shit, we got Like we need more manpower. We need more help. Yeah. Um, and he deci- and Theo decides that I thought he they wants were going to look to Sabrina to like say like Sabrina we Sab- need your help <laughs> we need you to and sing. then she's standing right there and they're like should we yeah. call Robin and I was like Sabrina's <laughs> right there <laughs> why don't you ask her she's like no literally they, they asked the person that's like left for like two episodes yeah. already so um so anyway Theo's like yeah I guess maybe I should call Robin back. And uh, Sabrina's like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can call him back. I have like a special power to call him back. Um, so in the meantime, she's like, okay, let me go well, ask she, my she, dad. She says what you were talking about last episode or whenever Robin left, because she was like, right? Um, did Shakespeare write Midsummer Night's Dream? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like, there you, there's your little uh, Shakespeare. That's uh, that's the call out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, finally, two episodes later. But yeah, that's that's the connection, I guess. Um, and then she decides that she's like, while, you know, while we call up Robin, we're, I'm also going to go ask my dad in hell and ask him some questions about satanic panic, because obviously he has something to do with this. Yeah. So then he goes, she goes to hell and he does say like the dad says like he was their manager, but obviously he had to like send them to hell after they died because they didn't really like fulfill their contract or whatever and they also killed the girl to to get the power so um he does also mention that people keep coming back from the dead to go to the mortal world but then she's like okay then call him back 
And he says, I, uh, no, I just want to keep them up there. They're, they sound like they're fun. And then she realizes, like, he has no he control over yeah. the people that are coming out of hell. That was interesting, too. Yeah, because I was like, it clearly shows that, like, she can still call him out on and, like, his, like, bullshit. On his bullshit. And he's trying to flex. Like, you're the devil. Like, why yeah. are you trying to flex right now? Like, just be honest. But he, like, yeah, tries exactly. to show off this, like, bravado. And she's like, I, I called you out. She's like, no. <laughs> Um, so then she's like, can you at least release, uh, Harvey's dad? And, uh, he's like, why would I do that? And she's like, well, you know, I'm your daughter. And he's like, you're not my daughter, you fake daughter. And I was like, oh my God, this is too soon. She's getting like denied by both of her fathers in one episode. Like that hurt that like really hurt her. (laughs) So I felt really bad for her in that moment. And he basically says that, um, satanic panic's mission is to win this battle so then they can burn all of greendale just the way that they were burned alive um when they died so the stakes are very high yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so then it cuts back to caliban he comes back with a knife for lilith and then lilith um goes to the statue of hecate in the middle of the hallway and um before she's about to stab herself because she's like hecate give me the strength to uh you know kill myself basically and right before she does that zelda sees her and um she's like what's going on with you and then lila says she needs to kill herself because she needs to atone for something that she's done really badly she's been haunted um and zelda's like yeah yeah yeah. everybody's being haunted like people are literally coming back from the dead so it's not just you that is haunted um so then she realizes that it's like not just her going crazy like because of guilt Mm -hmm. it's like literally the baby is in the room because everybody's come back from the dead um so then she goes on so zelda goes on to tell her that mamba marie right now is playing a game with lazarus to um to win the whole thing and uh that's when lilith kind of like perks up and she's like oh like the guy is there like lazarus is here so she knew about him she knows who she who he is um, so I guess she goes. She's to like, see "Oh, that guy! Oh my God, he's here!" She's like, "Oh my God, I need to get his autograph. Like, I gotta go over." Um, so then it cuts to Sabrina, and she decides to plot a um, a plan with Prudence and Nick. Um, and they're like, "Well, maybe we can set up our own like band or whatever." And she says that Peggy Lou Simcox, who was the homegirl that died, got murdered, yeah. Um, well, likely wants to get revenge as well. Yeah. Um, so we should probably maybe tr- try to call her forth while this whole thing is happening. So then it cuts to the gates of hell. Everybody's getting ready. Um, you know, Robin's back. Everybody's back. Um, the show starts off um, hosted by Lucifer. He's our um, Ryan Seacrest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And um, he calls up Satanic Panic and then they play their song, um, and in meanwhile, Prudence, Nick, and Sabrina are trying to bring Peggy Lou back, which yeah. was kind of confusing to me because I'm like, isn't she back? Like, what did she not be back anyway? Exactly. Um, but anyway, they call her forth. Um, and then it cuts to the Fright Club and they decide to play the song, famous song, ta- uh, Time Warp. Let's do the Time Warp uh, from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And that was kind of cute. It was cute. I know cute. you're not I, a big fan of no, musicals. No, no. I but... actually really liked the the two songs that they that they perform. There was something cool about it. And I was like, I'm down for this. Like, I was okay to yeah. have that moment. 
Yeah, it was fun and they did a really good job with they it. Did. Actually, I was kind of surprised yeah. because um, Robin like put the voice on really, really well. It's like almost spot on. Robin's um, voice was amazing. Like, yeah, the way he did it, I was like, this guy needs to stay in the show because like he's really talented. Yeah, he did a great job. I mean, he did, he's he's probably going to be on the show until the end of the series. Yeah, like two <laughs> more episodes. <laughs> two more episodes. Um, so when as soon as that one's over, um, the crowd is clapping and Lucifer is like, that was good. But obviously satanic, sa- satanic panic is about to. And before he's able to finish the sentence and call satanic panic as the winners, um, Sabrina's like, this shit is not over yet. And then she comes in, out looking like a Bratz doll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just very, very confused as how I was supposed to be feel about her. Cause like now she's wearing like dark makeup. She's wearing like an open shirt and like a midriff. She's like showing yeah. a little bit of stomach and she's like, we're the dark mothers and we're going to play a song for you. And I just can't. Also, with, why like why her. is this dark mothers? There's Nick in the band too. Like, did you forget about yeah. him? He's like, I'm a mother too, because like I'm a feminist and yeah. I love my girlfriend. <laughs> like he wants, he wants so badly to like play the good guy card now. Um, so I don't know. I liked we it can, too. I liked the performance this, like, for, too. It was cute. And you then liked the performance. I did. I didn't mind it. I was so like, they, down si- for it. they sing Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. Um, I just can't get behind her being like this edgy. Character. I know what like you mean. Just, I know what you mean. But she I was just like, doesn't have that. But I was okay. like, for the forty-five seconds that we're gonna live through this, I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the series finale. Like, Almost. let's just get yeah. let let her have it. You know. Um. So anyway, so uh, she sings a song, and meanwhile, while that's happening, um, Lazarus and Marie are playing the the game, and uh, Lilith comes in. And she asks if she's he like, can hey, help her. She's like, hey, homie, how you she's doing? Like, hey, it's been boy. a long time. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I know that you're really busy or whatever, but um, I killed my baby. So <laughs> could you bring him back to life? Um, so uh, <laughs> Lazarus essentially says like, yo, I'm so sorry that that happened. But if you don't have the baby like body, yeah. then I can't do anything about it. Um and because she done like chopped up that baby body for dinner, like he can't do anything. So she's like, okay, thank you. Goodbye. So she leaves like sad. And then he rolls the final dice. But before he moves to the last spot, like because he wins, like based on the what is yeah. like rolled. He had to get like a three like, and under and he got a three. And he's like, well, yeah, that's what or a three you. and above. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I guess like I win. So he is about to like move to the last place and like Lilith like pops out of nowhere and she like fucking stabs him to death. Yeah. So he dies right away. And she explains how she kills him because I was questioning it too. I was like, you can't kill this guy if he's an Eldritch Terror. And even Mumble Marie was like, what? Like what's going on? Like how How did you you kill kill him? him? Yeah. So, yeah, Marie's like, thank you so much, but, like, how did you do that? And she was like, well, what happened was this particular sword is the thing that killed, like, Jesus. And because Lazarus is one of his last miracles, like, you can also kill him, too. Like, oh, okay, so, cool. That's, that's good like, to know. Like, thank you for the connection. Yeah. yeah I mean, what did you think about What did you think about Mambo Marie not winning? I was so annoyed. Yeah, I was like, too. she literally had one fucking thing to do. Yeah. One thing to do. And I was like, she's, cause like, literally, she's like, thank you so much. Cause I was about to lose that game for real. Literally. Reasons. Like, <laughs> I was about to literally lose I was pretty game. let down by that. I was like, Murray, you had one effing job to win this damn one game. And like, you yeah. couldn't even win. 
But it's like it's annoying because like she chose a game of chance. Like it's not even a game of skill. Like she could have played chess. No, but like, I chess would have been. Cooler. I think it's like I think it's probably a mix of chess and chance, maybe. Oh, maybe I don't know because I was all I saw was the dice because so the just pieces like, okay, look so... like it was chess because when he was raising his like player, it was going over yeah. her. So like it kind of looks like checkmate. But oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, dice is involved. That is just like the point bad is, chances. like, girl, you're <laughs> effing witch. Like, cheat, cheat your way to win this game right now. Like, yeah, what are you do doing? something. Like, do something. Why don't you find the spear? Why did Lilith have yeah. to come out of nowhere and fucking stab this motherfucker? Anyways, um, it was a cool anyway. moment, regardless. But I was just kind of let yeah. down with Mar- with Marie to be like, girl, you could have like saved the day, and like you didn't. Exactly. So, um, so when that happens, Marie's like, thank you so much. Um, and she and she does say, you know, you didn't get the boon. She calls it a boon, which I had to look it up. It means something helpful and beneficial. Um, so at so this point, like, Marie knows that she killed Adam. Technically, yeah. But exactly. she, does she talk about it or no? So she so all she says is you're not going to get the boon that you wanted, but you're going to get something. Oh, OK, OK. Um, so she's like, you will get a boon like with, yeah. with her like really thick like new orleans accent yeah haitian um haitian yeah no not is it haitian i think it's haitian because her cajun her her like background comes from haiti from a haitian from a haitian spirit yeah Yeah. um so anyway so then it cuts back to the gates of hell and while sabrina is still singing this damn song and um Peggy Lou comes in to the like dance floor and she starts like dancing but she's like all bloody she's wearing her her prom, her prom dress and stuff. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty, pretty it was cool to see it. For it someone funny who like we was... didn't know, who like we yeah. didn't even get to see, this whole episode they talk about her, and you're kind of like rooting for her, like sort of revenge, yeah. or, like to come back, and it totally. kind of happens. And I'm like, oh, she's like, she's like a low key character, but like I was kind of like living yeah. for that moment. You know, it's funny because I turned to my partner and I said while we were watching it, I was like, you know, it would be cool if they made this like Betty Cooper. Like, not Betty Cooper as the character, but, like, Lily Reinhardt played her for, like, that one moment. And just, like, just for fun, because they already threw the Stonies in there. I'm like, might as well just make it, like, a full Riverdale kind of, like, backstory connected with Yeah, Riverdale. I guess. Even if she didn't have a line. Like, it would have been cool yeah. to just, like, see her. I just miss Lily Reinhardt. Clearly. I'm like, like damn, I- you must really <laughs> miss her. <laughs> and she kind of looked like her, so I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I guess her. she did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, so while uh, she's dancing, the Satanic Panic is on the side. She sees them and like right at the very like high bridge part of the song, she like lights them all on fire. Like she like blasts fire at them. The whole crowd is like losing their mind. They're like, oh, my God. This is lit. This is literally lit. And um, I thought that she was killing them, but she doesn't kill them. She just like burns. Oh, them. well, they she just like, lights them on fire. Um, no, they were like still alive, but like because their bodies were like still standing. Oh. But um, they they now look like demons. Like they like it's almost like their their human oh. forms like b- burned off, and then it's just like the demon bloody form. Um, so anyway, she doesn't kill them, and then she disappears because she like got her like low key revenge. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I guess like it helped them win because like it was like the fire, the pyros of the performance. Like she created the pyros yeah. of the performance. Um, and then that's when everybody like loses their minds 
And when Lucifer cuts back on stage, like Sabrina's basically like, we fucking won that shit. <laughs> like she like loses her mind. She's so excited. And the whole crowd is going crazy. So they win. Satanic panic, like lose. And they get sent back away. And Harvey's dad, who has been sitting in a cage the entire time, yeah. um, is now freed. And he like has a quick little moment with Harvey where he's like, you were so good. Good job, son. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Um, then it cuts to the Academy. And Zelda sees Marie like down the hallway. And she's like, hey, girl. We Missed like, you, we did it. Yes, Missed we won. You, and she's about to like kiss her and like embrace her. And Marie's like, no. I cannot do this with you right now. Um, and, and I was she's like, like, what? What's take- happening? I'm like, why? Yeah. And I'm like, this is the twist. This is the mystery. This is exactly what we've been feeling yeah. from her character this entire time. This like, are you evil? Are you good? And the real real is, she's like, I need to take the dead away. And when Zelda, at, like when she's like, well, why do you got to like go with them? Marie's like, I am not what I actually appear. And um, it turns out she is someone actually named Baron Samadhi. I'm totally bastardizing it because it's in a different language, I'm sure. Um, but I looked it up and it is a powerful Haitian spirit. Yeah. Um, and it's in connection to, but it's not the same person because I had to actually look yes. up if they were the same person. Yeah. Um, from AHS Coven, any of our AHS fans, yeah. there was a character called Papa Legba. Um, who was also a Haitian spirit, but they're a part of the same like it's uh, called kind of category. Yeah, it's called like Ioa Voodoo. Yeah. So I think they're probably just the bra- that same branch of like Loa. I think it is. Yeah. Oh Loa. So this but, is what my question is to you. It's like I didn't understand this at all. Like I was just like, wait, why were you pretending to be, to be something else? Yeah. Why were you pretending yeah. to be a woman? Yeah. I didn't even really think about that until you literally just asked me just now because <laughs> I didn't even think of it as a consequence in terms of the way the story went. But you're totally right. Like, why did she have to pretend to be and a like, witch in order to be a part of the crew? Of the, like, fine. Okay, you tried to be a woman so that you could come into the coven. Fine. But my also question right. is, like, like, was this your mission all along? Like, to, to like, right. take the dead away? And, like, if so, wouldn't you have known that the Eldritch Terrors are coming? And, like, wouldn't you have known about yes. all of this then? Yeah, totally. You're absolutely like, right now that you're, sense. like, talking it through. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense as to why he had to disguise because, himself. Because, like, he could have just... Doesn't make sense. He yeah. could have easily just been like, hey, Zelda, by the way, like, this Eldritch thing is going to come and, like, the dead are going to come and I have to be here to, like, fight this and guy and I have to yeah. win. And she would have been like, okay, cool. Like, here's your job. So I didn't understand why the everything only, was a lie yeah. and, like, I didn't get any of that. The only defense that I can give him is maybe he he didn't even know himself. Like, he was, like, because there are moments where Mambo Marie doesn't really understand. Like, like she says things like, this must be the reason why I've been attracted to this place. Like, this is why I'm kind of, like, in this area. Um, so maybe she's just been feeling it all this time. Yeah, but then how did she but know it, who she was at know. the end, right? Like, at the it's end, weird. she's like, by yeah. the way, I'm this person. And Zelda's like, what? By the <laughs> she's like what the fuck um so obviously zelda is extremely cheese because basically she lied to her the entire yeah. time um and uh marie says you know i'm gonna go but if you take this box and you shake it 
shake it, shake like, it, shake it. I'm always here with you, whatever. I'm, I'm here. Call me, maybe. You know, she like she kind of just like gives her a number. Like it was says, cute. It was a cute moment. Text me at any time. But I was still kind of like, a, I'm cheese for Zelda because she's like, um, my girlfriend yeah. just did. But B also like because yeah. none of it really made sense, and it was kind of a little too like perfect. Like, oh, we're almost yeah. done the show, so we better get Mamba Marie out of here. Like, it didn't make sense. And that's the thing. Like, the series was almost going to end at this point in time. Couldn't you just keep her there? Like, they didn't even have to do the thing where, like, she had to go back into the underground. She could have just let them all, like, leave. Exactly. Because they came came somehow. How come they can't go back? They came by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I wouldn't have questioned it if they just dipped and Marie just stuck Yeah, because you guys killed the evil guy. So, like, they just went back to normal. Like, that's okay. It just, it was weird. But then I was also thinking, like, the reason... Like, because we'll talk about it, obviously, in a few minutes. But um, when Agatha comes back, too, that means that there's technically another three weird, like, the three weird sisters are, like, now back together in the sense that it's Prudence, Agatha, and now Roz instead of... But, like, are you telling me that's the uh, only reason why she left? Like, come on. I don't know. I know there's... It it doesn't make any... It really doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, realistically, it doesn't make any sense. And... I wonder if there was going to be a bigger picture story Maybe. for her as to why she decided to come back and whatever. Um, anyway, speaking of which, the best freaking scene of the entire damn episode is what we're. I'd probably, about to talk I'd about. probably say the best so far in the season, to be honest. Because season one hundred, season one hundred percent, season one hundred percent. Because I have, I haven't felt these emotions this whole season, and and this is what a show is supposed to make you do, like when. Your main your main character is about to die, or like like yeah. go with her twin, and like possibly like you're supposed to feel these emotions, and like I never did. Yeah. This moment yeah. brought all of that out. I was like, this is what I, I this fully, is what you should be feeling when you're watching a show. Yeah, like one hundred percent. So let's go through the scene really quickly. So um, it's Dorcas and Agatha and Prudence, and they're all playing um, on the floor, and Marie comes in to take Dorcas away. And uh, Dorcas is sad. She's confused and she's like, I don't want to leave. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. being dead. Like, I don't want to be, mm-hmm. I don't want to be dead anymore. And it's this very, it's the, it's the acting plus the lines plus like yeah. the simplicity of, of just the two of them kind of t- talking to each other that really got me. And that knowing and, that all they really had was each other their entire lives, yeah. it was just the three of these girls. So she doesn't want to leave the right. two other girls that she's always had as family and like her sisters and it's just yeah for when as soon as she said like i don't want to be dead i was like oh my stomach hurts like it was just so sad to hear a ghost i guess say something yeah. like that and um prudence kind of you know she sucks it up and she's like it's gonna be okay like you don't actually die. Yeah. I'll see you again in the next life. Like we'll be okay. And she calms Dorcas down enough that Dorcas is like, "Okay, I trust you." And she decides to leave. And Agatha's like um, still confused. Like Agatha doesn't know what's happening. She's still crazy. She's in her like he's, she's in her straitjacket. Um, she's not even sure what's even happening. And then this is when Dorcas like looks at Agatha while she's playing with her dolls, and um, she whispers something in her ear. And then she gets up and then she leaves. And I started crying as, right there. Like I started uh, crying like, when she whispered right, like, because in like and I didn't I didn't say it out loud, but in my like soul, I could hear her saying like I forgive you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, oh my like, god. And you could just see like Agatha like kind of uh, like waking up a little bit. She's coming too. And, yeah. Yeah. It so was, yeah. And, and it was it was just all of it was such an emotional moment. Like 
Dorcas is walking out of the door and, um, you know, as she's leaving, um, Prudence is like holding herself strong the entire time. Like she's trying to be strong for her sister as she's like crossing over. And then as soon as she leaves, Prudence has this like full breakdown moment. She's like crying silently to herself because she can't even, she feels like she can't even consult, be consoled because Agatha is still crazy. She's still crazy, yeah. But then as soon as she starts to cry, Agatha hears her and Mm -hmm. she's like, Prudence, like what's going on? And then Prudence realizes, like I'm getting shivers even talking about it right now. Um, Like Prudence realizes that she's awake and Agatha's like, what just happened? Like I didn't understand what was happening. Um, Was Dorcas just here? And um, like Prudence is just like happy to have her back. And she basically says like, don't worry, I'll tell you all about it and well she was um, like because agatha Agatha was like she asked me to for like she said like she forgives me and i think that's when prudence is like oh my god she's like back to who like she's back to normal right yeah and then that's when um prudence is like i'll tell you all about it i'll just get let me just get you out of that straight jacket and while she's taking her out of the straight jacket like agatha's just like yeah she's like but what did i do forgive me for what like what did i do wrong and then they just hold each other and i was fully crying i look over at my like partner and he's fucking crying i was like this was i don't know what the fuck it was i don't don't, know It was the acting. And like, it's so funny because I didn't say anything to NB and literally she messages me and she was like, I'm starting to cry or like this show just made me cry. And I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like it fully yeah, made me cry. And I was so shocked. Very powerful. And I was like, such a powerful moment. I first thought I was like, why? Like what? Not like why it made me cry, but like, why can't we have more of this? And why 100%. haven't we felt this watching this show up until now? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you obviously guys, you guys have the ability to do yeah. it. This is a scene from a character that has been gone for the last whole half of a season. And somehow you guys are able to make us feel this like deep sadness. And maybe it has to do with like, you know, people who have lost people. I don't know what it is, but it was such a strong moment to watch on screen. And like the sisterhood between the two of them and being able to like see them being consoled with each other and, and mourn the loss of their sister. Like it was just all of it happening at the same time. Fucking just like got, got me so hard. And and the idea that like you can write your wrongs in the sense that like sometimes people yeah. wait a lifetime to hear I'm sorry or like uh. I forgive you. People wait lifetimes and they sometimes never hear and yeah. they die without knowing that. But like the fact yeah. that she was able to come back and like forgive her sister for doing that yeah. to her. Like I want to get emotional, but yeah like yeah. it was it's it's such a powerful thing to experience because you know it, it's exactly that right like you you don't get the that opportunity to and to that. see it happen yeah. and unfold it was just it was, really, it was beautiful yeah, it was, it was yeah. beautiful to watch um so honestly kudos to you guys i take back everything that i've said about how terrible this show has been so far because of this scene but alone. i that's like, the thing i can't all is forgiven. i can't give the onus on anyone <laughs> I forgive else you too. I, like <laughs> like this was because Prudence, Agatha, and Dorcas. Like that was the writing of yes, that scene. It was the acting true. of that scene. It is because of those things. So yeah, it's true. Um, so cutting back to Harvey's place, they bring Harvey's dad back and they erase his memories. He's passed out on the couch, and then Robin is about to leave. Um, but then Theo is like, um, "Is it? I know it's bad of me and selfish of me to ask you, but I really want you to stay." 
And Robin says, that's all I've ever wanted you to ask me. Um, and he decides to stay. Yeah. So Robin's back after one episode. Yeah. So good for him. Um, then it cuts to Lilith. And she she looks at the dagger because she's like, I done did whatever I could. It, it didn't work out. And she's about to throw the dagger back into the fire, I guess, to return it. I don't know what, what she was about to do. Um, but then as she's about to do it, she hears Adam um, from the doll. Yeah. That uh, that Adam, the the real human Adam, brought back from brought back to her. Do you remember this? So kind of, like yeah. Two like couple seasons ago, when the real Adam came back from his trip to see Wardwell, who was actually Lilith, um, he brought back this like artifact, and I forget what he called it. Um, I'm sure they're going to talk about it later, but he it was this artifact that's supposed to protect her, right? And um. It's sitting on the mantelpiece and she could hear her baby because the baby's like, mama, mama. I'm like, this baby was a newborn. How does it know how to say mama? But OK, fine. <laughs> um, so this so now this the the assumption or I guess I should ask the question, does this mean that she's because um, when she starts hearing it, she calls for him and then the chain that's around the doll like falls off mm. and then there's this whooshing sound that almost seems like she like gets possessed by it. So I'm wondering if either a like the like the body like possesses her like yeah. goes in like Adam's spirit goes into her body so like he's always gonna be with her yeah. or does this mean like she now has like some special protection? against lucifer like i wasn't really sure which one it was yeah i don't know and like i think i was still like recovering from like the darkest scene so like i wasn't really paying attention i was just like okay whatever like you done killed your son i don't care about you right now like you don't deserve this this is not this is not important (laughs) i am looking forward to seeing what happens with her because i think she does still need to have that revenge moment uh, against lucifer um, and hopefully she can get some retribution for her son that she for killed. Sure. Um, and then it ends off with um, everybody standing in front of the Spe- Spellman house. Um, Marie is calling everybody back to the graves. And then, um, you know, Zelda kind of gives a final wave. And when she gives a final wave, um, Marie turns into the true form of Baron Samadhi. Yeah. And um, then he's like, and then he just like disappears. And right before he disappears, he's he like, brings wink, wink. back call her me dog. Boo. Like, <laughs> call me boo. Here's your doggy back. And um, so she gets her dog. She gets to keep her dog. Oh, like anyway. for real? And I, like the dog is actually back? Yeah. Oh. So I think that that was like her gift. She's like, to Zelda, sorry, I catfished like, you. Here's your, here's your dog back. <laughs> here's your dog back. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. There's a really quick moment where, um, you know, Zelda says you didn't get to say goodbye to your father, uh, to Sabrina and Sabrina basically says like, that wasn't really my dad. Yeah, like he yeah. wasn't really the person that I wanted him to be anyway. So it is what it is. Um, and I think there, there was some power in just that moment as well, just to say, you know, like I did see my dad, yeah, he wasn't sure. exactly what I wanted. And, and, you know, that that's the facts of fact of the matter. Yeah. Like I can't do anything about yeah. it. Um, so that's the episode guys. We are only two episodes away from the finale. Um, but let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment. And it's going to be yours as well. And 
it's obviously the Dorcas Porcus, Agatha, Prudence scene yeah. at the end. So many emotions. I don't want to get into it because we just like covered it off, but we just covered uh, it. that was definitely the best moment. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's my best moment of the entire season. Um, we mm. still have two more episodes, but so let's see what happens. But this one was beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. It's definitely like top, top, if not the best of the season, the best of the series so far. Like to make me cry yeah. is very difficult. And to make me cry when I didn't even expect to cry is even yes. harder. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't preparing myself for a sad moment and I just started crying. Yeah. So clearly you guys did something amazing there. Yeah. Well done. WTF moment. moment. Um, WTF moment, like I talked about in the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> was Loki realizing that Wardwell actually killed Adam, like baby Adam. I did not realize yeah. this. That this is what happened last You're episode. Like, Whoops. I'm like, oh, he's for, oh. for real dead. And Jelag was like, yeah, he's for, for real, real dead. dead. So that was my <laughs> what the fuck moment in my actual life. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then yeah. also like just seeing like Harvey's dad's background story and like this girl had died and like he was kind of like the rat and I was like how did you not yeah. never know this about your dad like that's so you never shocking said anything. yeah <laughs> but yeah so true um, my WTF moment is going to go to Mambo Marie being Baron oh, Samini sure. because yeah. did not see that coming <laughs> no. whatsoever totally got skirted um, like didn't even realize like why they put it in there and even talking to you about it now I'm just like even more yeah. confused as to why they did that so. um, yeah it was one thing to like not trust Mamba Marie because I was like maybe she's shady but it's another thing that like she literally catfished all of us and now yeah, I'm like I don't know how to everybody. feel anymore I'm like she wasn't even Mamba Marie <laughs> <laughs> like so yeah. like what is happening it's like what do I even call you anymore yeah. I don't even know yeah. MVP MVP honestly I'm gonna give it to Peggy Lou because this chick okay. Okay, was like nowhere to be found the entire episode they brought her back covered in blood dress on point hair on point she got her revenge that she deserved she had like a smile on her face and she was gone and i was like that's how you do a cameo that's how you do it <laughs> that's how you skirt yeah you like, you like, i loved it shit and you leave. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> My MVP is has to go to Prudence sure. because number one, the actress is just so yeah. good at what she does. And also, you know, her character is so strong. And, you know, what she was trying to do in that entire scene, trying to stay strong for Dorcas so she can cross over, trying to stay strong for Agatha so she doesn't feel like she's guilty over doing everything wrong. Like this character yeah. was just love her character. like it, I love it beautiful so amazing for staying strong for her sisters like I love yeah her. I just wish there was more of her to be honest like I can't wait for her Agreed. to like come back to Ambrose and like like I watch her and I'm like I want to know more about this as a character why can't we get yeah. more of her give me a spinoff yeah. I'm down for it I, I really would love to see her lead, lead a show because I think she she's could, just so sure. phenomenal yeah, yeah she could yeah LVP LVP I'm gonna give it to Mambo Marie because you know because <laughs> she done lied to everybody she done lied to us she freaking see above cat- <laughs> she cat Fished everyone and ultimately like yeah. fine that's fine but like she, it didn't even make sense in the end like I don't understand what her yeah. like end game was if she knew that this was her yeah. plan all along she could have easily just told them hey guys this is what's gonna come be ready I'm right. gonna play a chess and like game of chess and like whatever whatever she didn't say any of that and then in the end she's like okay I yeah. gotta go by it was it was just very weird she made shits and she yeah she just made shit even more difficult and more like 
unnecessarily and hard now zelda's like so. confused sexually because she's like wait was i with a <laughs> man like, or was i with a woman like what's the deal she's like am i a lesbian am i straight i don't even know anymore i don't know how to feel i'm just gonna hang out with my dog she's <laughs> like she's like dog are you still a boy yeah. can i check <laughs> so confused um, and like how insulting like it, you literally catfish this woman and like you give her yeah. dead dog back to her like bitch that's not <laughs> enough like <laughs> what kind of fucking gift is that I mean it's better than nothing she yeah, doesn't fucking true. just walk that's out on true. her <laughs> she's like peace yeah. um, my LVP it's gonna be two people but it's kind of in the same vein it's gonna be Sabrina's dad so her real dad and Lucifer this episode super disappointed yeah. in both of them for being such assholes to her um, I know the situation was complicated. However, <laughs> she did not deserve that yeah. treatment. It was not fair. So it would have been nice if, sure. like, Edward was at least nice to her. Like, you know? Yeah, I know. the devil's he the devil. He could have at least been, like, relatively nice. Yeah. yeah. He was just a douche. And then he tried to kill yeah. her. Um, the, the best, best line. line. Best line, I'm going to give it to Cerberus when they're, like, basically, like, keeping his mom, like, locked in, like, the room because she tried to yeah. kill Hilda. And he's like, yeah, now I'd really like her to be dead again. <laughs> And I was like, I remember like bursting out in laughter because, like, yeah, like she's fucking crazy. Like it's better that she's that she's not here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it yeah. was cute. It was just funny. Funny. Um, my best line is going to that scene that we were we've just been talking about um, when Prudence says to Dorcas to make her feel better. She says, "There's no such thing as dead sister. We'll be reunited again soon. I promise." Yeah, and I was just like, so good. Boom! Yeah. Like so much. Yeah. Crying. That is the episode. So while you guys are wiping your tears, remembering that moment, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode. Thank you to our Rewinder Squad, White and Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Soleil, Kate. And our mommy rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.